What is the up, skis, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast, where once a week I talk about a video game, rather an old video game, a video game from my past, or a current video game. I just like video games, man, so once a week I just talk about a video game, and this week's video game is Bayonetta, a series I have never played before, been very aware of it, and before we talk too much about Bayonetta, let's talk about what I've been up to over the last week. So I always encourage y'all, let me know what you've, what video games, movies, TV shows you've been into over the last however long. Just let me know what you've been into. I like hearing what people are playing or what everyone's into because there's so much media and entertainment out there. Most people are kind of into different things. So every once in a while, I just like to hear what people are into. So let me know what you're into as I am going to let you know what I have been doing over the last week. So let's start off with some television shows. There's no movies I've really watched over the last week. So just going to dive into a couple TV shows I've been kind of polishing off. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows, Season 4, so I've been following along with this podcast, been going through the show, a uh, little bit disappointed with the direction of the show going into Season 4, but I'm a, I'm a handful of episodes into it, and it's fine, it's still fairly entertaining, it's still entertaining, I wouldn't say fairly, I still like it, but um, Colin Robinson has changed too much, and uh, that character is just not that interested in it anymore, but uh, it's still a fine show, I'd recommend it. There's that uh, new Nicolas Cage movie coming out where it's uh, very similar looking, and I'm quite interested to, I hear it's quite funny, so I'm, I'm interested to watch that at some point, so that would be pretty killer. And my wife and I have finished off You, that uh, TV show on Netflix there. It is, it's a good show. I really do actually enjoy that show. Uh, it may not be for everybody, it's just kind of a... Really weird show, man. It's just weird. It's a weird story with a weird guy being weird with uh, meeting a whole bunch of weird people doing weirder things. So it's pretty good. We're into it. We finished off season four. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of steadily been declining. I still think that season four is good. But the first like two seasons were where it's at. You know what I'm saying? But I still like it. It's a good show. In terms of video games, I've been kind of dipping into a lot of stuff this week. So obviously I've been playing Bayonetta, crushed that game this week. So I've been playing through a lot of that, but I've also dipped into Skate 3. I just um, been getting a little bit of a craving for a skate game and I haven't actually finished Skate 3 or actually played all that much of Skate 3. Apparently, according to my save file, I've only played like an hour of it. So been playing some Skate 3, having a really good time, uh, especially playing through the Hall of Meat stuff right now. Oh my God. I feel like soon I will probably do a skate like retrospective on the series skate 1, 2, and 3 played all those games especially skate 1 and 2 played the ever just so much of that so maybe we'll do a retrospective on the skate series let me know if you're interested in that and I can start working I'll probably just start working on it because I'm already playing skate 3 so yeah that could be something I do in the future so I've been playing some skate 3 enjoying it so far just so shocked that we have not seen a skate 4 yet like it's been so long like I don't really like I understand I kind of understand playing through skate 3 like it's not the best game and it's EA and all that junk but man I would kill for a skate 4 right now today I would buy that shit a new series I dived into finally it's been around for a very long time a Japanese franchise I'm trying to let you figure out let you guess here it was it started on the PS2 I believe there's like a ton of these games. There's like over six of them in the mainline series. It's had a remake or two. It's uh, recently 
uh, changed its whole kind of dynamic of the way that the series is played. Have you gotten it yet? Well, it is Yakuza. Started playing the Yakuza series finally. It's been on my radar for ever since I heard about it on the PS2. And it just kind of went by me. Boom. Next thing you know, there's six games. I'm like, excuse me? So I've always been interested in the games. Heard good things about them. Really haven't heard anything bad about them. Just they're really fun. There's a lot of them. And yeah, so I decided to give it a shot. I started out with... Yakuza Kawame 1 or whatever. I guess it's the remake of Yakuza 1. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. I didn't want to start with the Yakuza 0. It just apparently it just seemed like too long. I just wanted to kind of dip my toe in it. I'm going to start with the first game and then we'll see where it goes so far. I played about 2 or 3 hours so far. It's solid like I the the first hour I have to admit was very very slow. I was dozing off. And I uh, just decided, like, we'll shut her down for the night, and we'll, we'll start fresh in the morning, and that's what I did. Played a little bit more today, and yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's a, it's a fun game. It's so far so good. I started up Metroid Fusion because I played through Metroid Dread this year, and I still have the Metroid bug. It was a tough, tough decision which one to start with, which, what Metroid to go with next, because I have Metroid Prime Remastered just sitting there. I was like, ooh, I want to play it so bad, but I hear Metroid Fusion is a kind of a short and sweet game, so I decided to give that a go. I had some free time, some handheld time, so I decided to give Metroid Fusion a shot. I'm about, I don't know, like an hour in, and yeah, it's cool. It's a really cool game so far. can't really say all that much about it, but I'm digging it so far, and I plan on finishing it so I can get to Metroid Prime. And I finally finished Detroit Become Human, and uh, that'll be finishing up on the YouTube channel. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be up there. I finished recording it, so it'll be up on the YouTube channel, so you can go over there and check that one out. In terms of the next game I'm going to be playing on the YouTube channel, I'm going to be doing Resident Evil 8 Village. Uh, some people may be disappointed that it's not the new Resident Evil 4 remake, but I'm still trying to catch up on some of the Resident Evil games, even though... I mean, Resident Evil 4 clearly came out before Resident Evil 8. I mean, 4 is before 8. You get it, right? But yeah, I've played Resident Evil 4 a ton. I've heard from my friend at work that it's incredible, and he's probably the biggest Resident Evil fan I know. Massive Resident Evil fan. And he has given me the green light, like the double thumbs up. It's incredible. So I'm going to get it at some point, but I'm in no hurry to dive into that. I'm going to let everybody play it, have their fun with it. And then when the dust is settled, I'll just jump in with my late opinion but yeah want to do resident evil 8 village it's i've owned it now for a while and i'm i'm kind of craving uh one of those games since i haven't i don't know i wanted to try and play dead space 2 at some point play the dead space games and and finish those because i played through dead space 1 but i haven't played through 2 or 3 i've heard 2 is good 3 uh not so much but i would like to try out dead space 2 since all the dead space remake came out i kind of got a little bit of a hankering for that third person uh over the shoulder uh what do you call it scary survival horror game even though i know village is first person but regardless i'm craving resident evil and that one that one is speaking to me so that's what i'm going to be doing uh in the future here on the youtube channel it may be started by now just go over there check the link out down below and you can go check out the youtube channel and go check out some of the videos that are over there i have over 700 of them so lots of content over there i mean yeah it's lots of let's plays. so you can go over there and check that out please and thank you that would be awesome and just a little bit on the 
the side have been playing a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist or whatever whatever it is on the Nintendo Switch. Again, I'm still a little bit addicted to watching people o- opening Yu-Gi-Oh! cards on YouTube. It's just every once in a while I'll go through the cycle of nostalgia. I was hardcore into Yu-Gi-Oh! card collecting back in the day. And so very sadly, man, I just I really wish I hung on to my Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. I remember... Oh, dude, I had a stack of just holographic cards. Like, just you name it from the 2002 to 2005. Like, you name the hollow, I probably had it in some form. I had a lot of really, really rare cards. But I sold that stack, uh, probably a four-inch stack of holographic cards, and I sold it for $80 and just... Mm, 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 mm. Really, really bad decision in my life. And, uh, yep, sometimes you make those bad decisions, but thankfully, I still have my original 151 Pokemon cards, so that's something that makes me sleep happy at night sometimes. So, yeah, I don't have the first edition Charizard, but I have one. I have a first edition Blastoise. If anyone wants to give me $10,000 for it, it's yours. So, let me know. Send me an email if you have any questions related to my Pokemon card collection and or video games, wrestling, or hockey. So, And also, let me know what you're into, man. I'm always up for recommendations. And all right, baby, I think that's, I think we're ready to go. Let's dive into this wacky, insane game called Bayonetta. Oh man, where do I even begin with this game, dude? Like, I've known a Bay- I've I've known a Bayonetta for a very long time. I remember when that game came out; it reviewed extremely well back then on the 360, PS3, and um, yeah, I just I was not interested at all in those style of games at the time. Uh, mostly because of Devil May Cry 3, that game just kind of terrified me, scared me off of the whole hack and slash, crazy over the top game like that. Because Devil May Cry kicked the shit out of me when I was younger. Oh my goodness. It was, I remember it was one of the earlier games that I bought with my own money and I was at EB Games or GameStop and I was just there and I just saw it. It looked cool. I bought it, brought it home, could barely get through the first level and could not get through like the third level. That's where I like, I was like, oh my goodness, tried over and over again. It was just way too freaking hard. I let my friends borrow it. I let one friend borrow it. He gave it back to me within a couple days. Yep, beat it, no problem. I was like, what the fuck? Gave it to another friend. A couple days later, yeah, I beat it, no problem. I was like, what the heck? And they were some hardcore gamers. So yeah, I just, I admitted defeat against Devil May Cry 3. Never revisited Devil May Cry. And uh, never really revisited these hard third-person action crazy hack and slash games. But my wife purchased me Bayonetta 3 for my birthday. I was like, whoa, that is sick. And I've had Bayonetta 1 on my PlayStation for quite some time now. This dirt cheap game downloaded for like 10 bucks. And I was like, yeah, maybe one day because I've had a hankering for getting into rather try the Devil May Cry series out again and see if I can get into it because I remember playing the demo for Devil May Cry 4 and I had a really good time with that demo but never got the game and yeah Bob's your uncle Devil May Cry moved on and I didn't I never latched on to it but 
now that uh, my wife got me Bayonetta 3, I'm like, shit, I better, I better try out Bayonetta 1, I have no excuse now to, I just, I pushed the Bayonetta up the, up the charts of my, my backlog, and I said, let's get into this, and dude, oh my goodness, I fell in love with this game a little bit. I fell in love with this game pretty fast, I must say. It kind of took me over the last week, man. Like, I started playing this, and I was like, okay. Very, very stylish game. Bayonetta herself. uh, The title of the game is called Bayonetta. You are playing as Bayonetta, or she has another name. But uh, I'll, I'll refer to her as Bayonetta. She is has instantly become one of my favorite video game characters of all time. Not just female, but of all time. I mean, Bayonetta is freaking awesome, dude. And I mean, she may not be everybody's cup of tea that really uh, overly stylized and just flaunty and flamboyant, crazy Japanese characters or whatever. But dude, Bayonetta is freaking awesome. I mean, Dante... I appreciate Dante. I remember him, like, the opening scenes of Devil May Cry 3, where he's in that beat-down building, and he's eating the pizza, and he just dominates some demons. Dante's a badass. I like Dante. But Bayonetta, bro, oh my god, she is so cool. And, oh my god, let I gotta talk about just the character of Bayonetta before I dive into anything else, um... One of my favorite things about Bayonetta is is her. She is awesome. She's got this fantastic accent. She's a witch, and she's got these fantastic powers. She has guns attached to her heels, so she is she's got the, these incredibly long frog legs. And I mean, you probably know of Bayonetta. If you're listening to this, you probably know who Bayonetta is, or I probably have a picture. Uh, on the title of this podcast and you can check out that so she's a you know she's a unique very cool looking character and a cool little thing that some people probably remember about Bayonetta and some people may not know about Bayonetta but her outfit that she's wearing that ain't leather brother that's her hair (laughs) so Bayonetta she has got this incredibly wacky hair going on so it looks normal you know she's got the nice updo dark black hair very long but it's also her outfit it wraps around her body and it looks like clothes but um throughout the game there are some very awesome segments where her hair becomes incredibly insane monsters and they attack other angel demon things it's a very over the top wild game i have to oh my goodness it was very sega this is a game made Uh, published and made by Sega and Platinum Games, I believe it is. Oh my goodness, dude. The style, Bayonetta, she's so cool. She has great powers. The guns on her heels is one thing. She has just dope guns that she uses with her hands, you know, how you would normally use a gun, but she rocks them with the feet. She's got cool witchy powers. She can slow down time. She can uh, turn into a Black Panther out of nowhere. You can just turn into a Black Panther. Dude, Bayonetta is so freaking cool. She is also, like, really nice and personable. Bayonetta is a fantastic character. I've really grown to love Bayonetta just as a character. Not because she is this... I mean, I'll just step out in front of it. She is a highly sexualized character. You can't get you can't get around it, man. You look at Bayonetta within the first few minutes of playing this game. Like, oh yeah, it's... um. 
they don't shy away from it, man. Like it's a highly sexual game. It's um it's not appropriate for children. So um yeah, I mean I played this at 30 years old and like I was like, "Oh my goodness, thank God I wasn't playing this game when I was, you know, at living at home." And uh you know, I would have to maybe have this game playing this game with a door closed maybe. I don't know, something like that. Definitely would be that that situation where, like, at one point, you're just killing monsters, having an awesome time. Parents are nowhere to be seen. And then Bayonetta may be doing a, a very unique dance, maybe. Or maybe she's doing a climax move. That is correct. I said she's doing a climax move. And that may be the point where your parents walk in and go, What the actual shit are you playing, son or daughter? And you try to explain that it's, uh, uh, but you know how that goes? It's happened to me, man. I, it's definitely happened to me. It's, it's not just a meme for me. I've lived that embarrassment throughout life. But Bayonetta, highly, highly stylized character, full full of personality i i loved panetta now it may have been just great timing that you know maybe i haven't played a lot of these i don't know japanese style i don't know just really over the top characters lately i've just been playing a lot of like normal high intensity characters you know your last of us games uh the witcher i mean Geralt is a very awesome character but compared to bayonetta it's she is so over the top. She is so ridiculous. She's so funny. Man, Bayonetta. Oh my goodness. Maybe one day I'll do a top 10 or top 15 favorite characters of all time. And I better put Bayonetta on there because if I don't, I'll slap myself because that's insane. Bayonetta is better than Master Chief. I don't care. Master Chief is boring as hell. Bayonetta turns into a Black Panther. And does Master Chief? No. He says, let's finish this war and then he never finishes the damn war and he's in love with an ai who cares master chief's pretty cool he'd probably make my list but bayonetta dude oh my god you if oh just even if you're not into these action crazy games like i was like I, i'm not really into these games man i'm not and um i instantly fell in love with just the personality and the style of this game so bayonetta what an incredible character she is but um I'm not really going to try and pretend I know what the fuck is going on in this game. It's got a very crazy story. You're a witch, and there's some sort of evil, and they want an eye, and when you form these two eyes, the left and right eye, some sort of evil fucking crazy god is supposed to come back, okay? That's the best I'm gonna do. If you want to look it up, look up the story synopsis on Wikipedia, which I could have done for you, but I'm more of a gameplay guy. The story was over the top, and I must admit, throughout a lot of the story the cutscenes, all the crazy moments i was just smiling like how over the top everything is it's massive it's very funny it's undercover hilarious game there are some moments in this game i'll tell you about that are just stupid funny and i i love games like this man when um i don't know sometimes i get into a little bit of a, like I said, I'm playing a little bit more of those realistic games. And sometimes it's nice to play a game-ass game, if that makes any sense to you. Sega's good at making game-ass games. What I mean by that is like, arcade you know you're playing a video game. It's over the top. It's not realistic at all. None of this stuff would happen in reality. It's very much a video game, and it's very much, it's fun to play. It's a little bit old school. It's got like high scores, and it gives you grades on how good you did throughout the levels and stuff like that but man this game i don't know if i just played it at the right time or if this game is actually as fucking good as it was when i played this but 
this game slapped, dude. This game absolutely blew me away. And so I've talked about Bayonetta. I tried my best to talk about the story as best as I can. But um, let's try and get into the usual stuff that I like to talk about when I talk about video games. Your graphics, your gameplay, your 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 freaking music and the sound. And oh, dude, I think, I think I have to put... I'm going to be putting in, I think, more music than any episode because this might be... Some of the greatest music that has I, I have ever experienced in a video game. Just, just have a listen to some of this stuff. Eh? Eh? Yeah. I, oh, oh, was that not for you? Okay. How about some of this? Oh my goodness, that is some funky monkey. Oh, oh, sorry, was that a little bit too slow? Not epic enough for you? Okay, okay, here, I got you covered, I got you covered. So just imagine that going off while you're fighting a thing that is 400 feet tall and it's got uh, a stone face and two dragon fucking... It's... This game is out of control, and the soundtrack that goes with this game, I'm not even shitting you, the variety in the soundtrack, from what you heard there, you got your kind of crazy, action-packed, fast-paced music, with some lyrics in there that are really good, oh my god, the music just slaps so much, that the jazzy tracks, man, like, oh, it brings me back to the, the fantastic summer of me playing through Persona 5, which was the first Persona game I went through, and I, I got to experience the Persona music for the first time, oh, dude, this game is, is a very close rival, or could possibly be better than Persona, the soundtrack in this game is absolutely phenomenal, I couldn't believe it, right out of the gate, I was like, whoa, and then, like, within 20 minutes, I'm like, whoa, and then I got this just smile plastered on my face whenever the music is kicking in, and it goes so well when you're you're fighting the 100-foot skyscraper bosses, you get this epic, out-of-control, like, Elden Ring, Dark Souls level, God of War level of operatic, out of control music, man. It is so insane, and it just brings so much to the spectacle that is this game. And then the just whooping some ass, whooping some angels, whooping some demons, whatever the hell they are. You're just going crazy, you're going fast-paced, turning into a panther, shooting things going on crazy juggling combos and you get this awesome fast-paced soundtracks going through so many good songs man so many good freaking songs and when the slow jazzy stuff kicks in when you're in the menus chilling at the store and stuff oh there wasn't a single song that i hated in this game so many of them were so good and don't even get me started on the i love you song like the the kind of the main track with the lyrics and stuff oh my god like it almost made me like i got like emotional when that song kicked in at the at the end game like oh my goodness man that song is so freaking good so i highly recommend like if you're not going to play bayonetta for the soundtrack like I think this game is almost worth playing through for the soundtrack alone. It doesn't hit quite the same when you're just listening to it on on the side, like on Spotify. I was listening through the soundtrack, and I'm like, uh, it doesn't it doesn't feel the same when you don't have that visual spectacle that is Bayonetta. And we're gonna I'm gonna talk about the graphics right up next, but 
I have to shout out the voice acting in this game. I think it's very, very good. A lot of the ca- uh, the cast of characters, pretty good. Um, sometimes I get annoyed with uh, some of the over-the-top voice acting that can be attached to this game. But honestly, there really wasn't a character, even the young girl, Cereza, or whatever the young little girl is. Like, she was actually really freaking cute, I must admit. And her voice didn't annoy me. She just kind of would say, mummy, a lot. And it was really, really cute, actually. She didn't annoy me at all honestly i really enjoyed the voice acting the some of the crazy demon angel things that you're talking to they have that weird personality that they're laughing they're like kind of crazy dude the voice acting is fantastic and of course the cherry on top is bayonetta and even jean like jean she is a character i'll talk about i guess i could talk about now she's kind of like the opposite of Bayonetta. Bayonetta's got the dark black hair, the black outfit, and then Jean is like white hair, short white hair, and a white outfit. So um, she's really good voice actor, great character as well. But Bayonetta, with the accent that she has, she's so snooty, she's so smart, and I fell in love with Bayonetta like fully. I was like, okay, she solidified herself in like the top 10 for me when she first met up with the young girl, the young child, Cereza or whatever. And she like picks her up like a dirty rag and she's like, as long as you're not crying. And I just, I love Bayonetta. I love her personality. She's fantastic. I really enjoy Bayonetta. Really enjoy Jean. I enjoyed all the characters, even like the weird goofy guy who's kind of a badass in his own right, but no one's as badass as Bayonetta in this game. This game is almost all about badass shit, and Bayonetta by far is the most badass thing. So let's dive into the graphics now that I touched on it. So this game did come out a a little while ago. I mean, it's over 10 years now that Bayonetta first came out. I believe it was 2009 or 2010 when Bayonetta came out, and these games tend to have extremely stunning graphics, the 3D action hack and slasher games. I mean, Devil May Cry has always been kind of known to have some pretty fantastic graphics. And I must report that Bayonetta is no exception. Phenomenal graphics, I think. And I mean, like I said, in almost every gamer cast, I'm not a graphics snob, but I thought this game was spectacular. Uh, looks great for... I played it on my PS5. I think it was a PS4 version. That's what it said. But So it might have had some upscale graphics, but regardless, dude, like this game looks great. Some of the settings in this game... Like, I'm not, it doesn't rival, like, Elden Ring, some of the outrageous set pieces that are in Elden Ring, but this game, for 2010, even now, I was, like, stunned at, at points, like... I'm not going to spoil anything throughout this game, but you go into, like, some of the... You see some of the universe. Like, it's out of control, man. And it's got amazing set pieces with amazing temples and buildings. And you you travel to hell, sort of, but not like... You know, it's a little bit different. Hell is actually kind of a store. So, yeah, the game's weird. I've, told, I've said that. It's a weird game. But it looks fan- phenomenal. Especially, uh, excuse me, late game. When you get into some of the wilder stuff, you start traveling to really crazy places. The game looks spectacular, and it runs absolutely smooth as silk. I didn't experience a single problem except for one moment where the game, I don't know if it crashed or if it just froze. It was at the end game. I was fighting the final boss. I died, and it just kind of went black, and I just had to restart the game. That was the only time that I experienced in my 14 hours of playing this game other than that smooth as silk this game runs so freaking good flawless 
I can't tell you if it was running 30 or 60 frames per second, but smooth as butter. And you need that for this kind of game. Like, there's no excuses. The game needs to run smooth as silk. It's a it's a very, very fast-paced game. And we'll talk about the gameplay, but man, this game, it looked good. And uh, some places better than others, like, again, like, uh, far backgrounds and maybe textures on some of the buildings and the ground and stuff isn't up to par with your most outstanding looking PS5 or Xbox Series X games and I know you PC PC folk out there like this is probably laughably bad looking for you guys but I mean it looks good to me I was really impressed I thought the the characters looked good I like the the animations for the characters it wasn't goofy looking I thought it was very very well done like all throughout this game man everything was very tight very well made game and the graphics not the best part of this game, but it's very, very, very good. I had no problems with the graphics or performance throughout this game. And big ol' thumbs up for me, man. I thought the game looked good. Animations were solid. Voice acting good. Music out of control. So what's next? Well, I mean, it's the most important thing, am I right? It's the gameplay, baby. So I'm going to do my best to talk about... Uh, we're going to talk about the gameplay, some of the... This game has a lot of bosses. I'm not going to go through all of the bosses, but I'm going to go through some of the bosses throughout this game that stood out. Every single level in this game has a boss fight. And um, yeah, some of them stood out more than others, but um, I'm not going to mention all of them. But some of them, oh yeah, we'll be talking about some of the bosses in this game and some of the mini bosses. There's some mini bosses in this game that I definitely need to talk about. So let's get it out of the way. So what is this game all all about? Well... If you're familiar with Devil May Cry, it's pretty similar to that. It's a 3D uh, third-person action game with a little bit of platforming. There's a little bit of definitely a lot of hack and slashing. Some people may that may not be your cup of tea because you're like, oh, all you do is mash the button over and over again. Well, no, not necessarily. Uh, you probably won't have a lot of success with Bayonetta if that's what you're doing in this game. You actually have to... You can't just mash the square button or the circle button or whatever controller you're playing it on, but you need to time your attacks. You need to make sure that you're flowing nice and well, and you can do... There's a ton of combos. I mean, that's what these games are known for. They're combat and they're crazy over-the-top combos. And yes, you can do a lot of combos in this game. You can get deep into the combat if you want to, but I, for the most part, kept it pretty simple. Uh, You can unlock some new abilities and new techniques and all that stuff, but honestly, I didn't really... I think I purchased one new move throughout my whole entirety of the playthrough. I saved my money for a particular item that I'll talk about in a moment, but uh, yeah, I kind of stuck with my similar moves. So you have your, your usual, you got your light attack which is square for playstation and your strong attack which is triangle and yeah you can kind of just mix those all together you can like square square triangle triangle you know that that kind of deal so you're mixing in all these crazy attacks and of course like i said you're a witch so bayonetta has these really crazy powers where her hair can become these it could become a shoe it can shoot out this massive foot out of like a teleportal fucking portal and it'll just mash into enemies that you're fighting it's freaking awesome so you get witch powers like i said they'll slow down time which is probably the most important technique for me throughout this game if i didn't have that slow down thing i don't know if i would have ever made it through this game <laughs> because oh man that when there's some fights where you don't get a whole lot of the time slowdown thing so whenever 
uh, you dodge an enemy. There's a dodge mechanic, and when you dodge it at the right time, it'll slow down time for you, and you can get in a whole bunch of good combo moves, get, take off, take out a whole bunch of enemies in that slow time. But, um, some characters, some enemies that you fight, you don't get that, and oh man, does it ever get? Some of the fights get intense. And yes, I'll say it now: the game's pretty challenging. It is. It definitely wasn't an easy game. I don't think it was impossible, though. I didn't have an impossible time. It's a challenging game, but in in a good way, I thought. It was a challenging game, for, and it felt very satisfying. felt very satisfying for the most part. I mean, there was a couple of difficulty spikes that kind of pissed me off, but I'll dive more into the difficulty of the game. But, dude, that dodge mechanic and slowing down time, it was so crucial for me. And uh, you can buy some things at the store, so you go to hell... And there's a guy that's selling stuff down there, and he has a great reference to the Resident Evil 4 guy. What are you buying? I mean, dude. So he's down there selling stuff. You can buy health items to recover your health, and whatever your magic thing is, you fill up your magic meter. They're they're useful, so you can craft your own items. I don't really know how you acquire these things, but if you acquire 10 of a certain whatever the hell, you can craft your own lollipops. I think that's how they all are. I think they're all lollipops, and that's like a power-up. You can charge up your attacks, make your attack more powerful. You can do one that makes you invincible for a short period of time, and then a regular one that just refills your health. So you can create those on your own, or you can buy them from the store, which is helpful. You can buy, like, upgraded weapons for your guns. So you do have guns. They don't really, like, for the most part, the guns in the combat, they're mostly just used as, like, something to keep your combos going. If, like, an enemy is too far away, just start shooting at them. The guns are nice. It's just kind of a nice, I can't figure out, nice transition piece into the combos. But, yeah, the guns are there. You can upgrade them. I just never had enough money. Like, I, like I said, I saved up my money for these... They're really expensive. They're like one hundred thousand dollars, and uh, that's a, that's a big chunk of change. Like I had to save up and not buy anything for quite a while before I can buy one of these special techniques. I didn't. I only got to buy one, and I picked the one that allows time to be slowed down. If I get hit, then if I have my magic meter uh, filled up with anything, then it'll just slow down time for me on its own, which was very useful, especially during the fights where it wasn't allowing me to slow down time with my dodges so that was a really really useful power all the other ones they looked really useful as well but when you're in the item when you're going through the store it'll have like hot like hot items and it's kind of like their way of telling you like these are the really useful ones there's a really useful item in particular i think it's called the red hot shot and it's like five thousand bucks super cheap and if you lose all your health, you die. It'll just refill your health and you get another chance. So that one's useful. Sadly, you can only buy one of those at a time. So the store was nice. They pop up. Pretty much you can go to the store whenever you start a chapter. Sometimes you'll find them during a chapter, which probably means you're about to go into a pretty big boss fight. That's generally how most of the levels go. You are you start on this ridiculously beautiful looking area. You're going through. You're fighting your standard enemies and then at the end you fight a boss but there's also some like really unique small moments they don't do this very often but there's some kind of like vehicle 
moments per se so one there's like a motorcycle segment kind of comes out of nowhere bayonetta you're just get on this awesome motorcycle and dude you're just blazing down this highway shooting enemies with your guns and you're riding this motorcycle top speed dodging things and like the dodge is so cool you just power slide on the on the cement and you dodge things and if you dodge it at the right time it'll slow down time and everything i thought it was really freaking cool this is like, oh man, another moment here where I was just big smile on my face and I just really was like blown away. I was like, oh my god, like time and time again this game just like would throw another awesome moment at me and this motorcycle segment was pretty friggin' awesome. Like the the amount of speed that it was displaying, like I really enjoyed that section right there. And then there's another one, you're riding a missile, so again, this game is absolutely insane. So you're riding this missile and you're fighting enemies on the missile. You're jumping from other missiles. It's um, it's a it's a spectacle. It's very very cool to watch. But overall, I did not like doing that mission. I thought it kind of sucked because um, it was very disorienting. So you're riding this missile and you have like a dodge mechanic with the missile, but it just spins and spins and spins, spins the camera around, and like there's a lot of dodging you had to do. So I was just kind of spamming the spin button. And I had to do that mission over a few times, but, so yeah, I didn't really like doing that mission, but, again, it was so freaking cool, like, I would try to tell friends when I was playing this game, like, oh yeah, like, I just fought this boss and uh, it was shooting a satellite from, from space at me while I was trying to fight this thing, and oh yeah, I was riding on this missile, and just like, oh, the game is just filled with so many insane moments, man, like, oh... And the game is pretty undercover funny. There was a handful of times where I had some laugh-out-loud moments. One moment in particular, you're fighting this boss, which I kind of didn't like. He's like the big orb or whatever, so you're fighting this guy. But the final climax move on it is so freaking funny. So your, <laughs> your freaking hair or whatever turns into a bunch of hands. And then the hands start playing volleyball with the freaking boss. And it's making these hilarious ball sounds like a like a basketball hitting the ground is like bunk bunk and then it drops the ball and it, the ball just goes bunk and everything just goes silence and it's like awkward for a second and then it just goes balls to the wall just beating the shit out of the ball just bah, 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 bah. i love that i thought it was so freaking funny and especially that that moment with the child Ceresa or whatever the first interaction with her Bayonetta and her I loved that I thought it was so freaking funny so cute and this game is funny man I thought it was quite funny and th this is also in the boss fight there's a couple boss fights where they do this but there's also like a segment where there's a, a ball falling down on you it's annoying that section itself is annoying but when the ball does fall on you it flattens bayonetta and she does like she flattens like a piece of paper and it goes woo, 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 woo. it's it's good the first couple of times when you get squished like 10 times and it does the animation takes like 10 seconds i got a little annoyed by it but the little touches in this game like i love this is the thing about sega like sega they like to be really goofy over the top i mean right now i'm playing yakuza and it's a sega game it's pretty over the top it's really funny a little bit ridiculous yet serious at the same time like bayonetta very similar like at times it takes itself seriously but it also absolutely goes <laughs> over the top with the funny stuff and just it's a video game man like i love that i love this is why video games are dope like goddamn i love the the creativeness of bayonetta and the little funny moments in there really good stuff but let's talk about um let's talk about this this difficulty of the game so 
These games, these third-person action hack-and-slash games, your Ninja Gaidans, your Bayonettas, or whatever, they tend to be a little bit difficult. And honestly, at the beginning of this game, probably up until I don't know what chapter exactly it was where I got hit with my first difficulty spike, but for the most part, I didn't find this game very difficult at all. I found it quite satisfying, a nice, good challenge for me. I thought it was nice. Um, and then... Late game, some of the bosses, some of the enemies. I mean, the first time, the first thing that really got me, man. Oh my god, there's the, the fire and lightning duo. It's like a fire enemy and kind of a lightning. And they'll send both of these guys out at you. And the first time I fought them, I was like, oh fuck. Okay, these guys are pretty tough. They're really, really fast, and they can hit these combos on you, and as far as I know, I couldn't figure out how to stop a combo. Like, if you get caught in a combo, you're fucked, and it's going to just take out a nice chunk of your um, of your health. And yeah, those dudes were tough, but they got even harder. Like, this, when they sent out the golden duo, so it's the same enemy, but they're gold, still got the fire and lightning. Oh my god. God, man, these dudes almost made me freaking rage quit. Like, they were absolutely relentless. They were super aggressive. You had to fight them in this, like, kind of little stairway. It was really awkward. It was tight. The camera was fucking around with me. So, I guess I'll mention the camera. The camera, for the most part, I would say 89.6% of the time, the camera was great. I really had no problems with the camera, but in certain moments when you're in tight corridors, there was a couple times that, yeah, the camera would get caught, and you're just like, I can't see what the fuck I'm doing. It's extremely annoying, and sadly, during this golden duo fight, holy fuck, was that camera ever not my friend? These dudes were kicking my ass, man. Like, Again, I don't think they're even a mini-boss. I just think they're a tough enemy. And, oh, man, it took... I died a solid, like... I'm thinking double digits on this one. These dudes really put a pounding on my asshole. And I didn't like it. I almost, like, I was... I didn't rage quit, but I was like, I gotta stop playing this right now. And I returned to it, and I beat him first try. So, I don't know if it's because I just got burnt out and I was playing a little bit too much. But, holy fuck, dude. And... This was, I think this was the first fight where, out of nowhere, I don't know why, but my dodge mechanic, the slowdown thing, wasn't happening anymore. Like, thankfully I had the that power where it would slow it down a little bit, but it's substantially shorter than what you would get if you dodge it at a good time. You'll get, like, I don't know, 8, 10 seconds of just, you're good to go. You just lay in a really good combo. The other way, it's maybe four or five seconds, so you can get a maybe a decent combo, but not a really big combo. So that was I was really struggling because I man, I leaned on that ability so hard. The slowdown time, I was oh man, I didn't realize until it took it away in that fight how much I was leaning on that ability. But those dudes absolutely kicked me my ass. That might have been the hardest fight for me overall. It was just ridiculous, and their combos, man, like. Their combos were even brutal, like more brutal than the first, the, the regular versions. They would literally were taking fifty percent of my health, and Jesus Christ, man, they were a, they were a pain in the ass. Um, also, there's these big fucking like Viking ship, fucking. I don't know what the hell. They looked awesome, I must say. They looked freaking awesome. It was kind of a mini-boss, but oh my god, relentless. Thankfully, didn't have to deal with them very much. I think for the most part, you could just jump on them and just kind of avoid that fight. But they're sending these fucking fireball cannon things on you, like 10 of them. You just bip, 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 you just get absolutely obliterated. Like your health bar just gone. And 
yeah, I looked up a couple things on Bayonetta, and I heard a, I saw quite a few comments about these Viking ship fucking enemies. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty annoying. Thankfully, thankfully, I think they only showed up like two times, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, I just kind of ran away from those things. They were super powerful, <laughs> pretty fucking annoying. And like I said, that orb thing, that thing was a bit of a pain in the ass because. So it's this orb, and it keeps kind of transporting, teleporting into different things. Like, at one point, it turns into, like, uh, I don't know, a horse head or a dragon head. The the problem is that it just won't stop transferring into things. It goes into one thing, pops into another thing, pops into another thing, and you're just trying to hit this red orb inside of it. And I just, it was so fucking tricky. Like, this little orb... Turns out, I just wasn't, like, you needed to double jump to hit the orb, and I was just single jumping the second time I fought this thing, which is a kind of a, kind of a negative about this game, is, uh, I felt this game dragged on too long, man. I felt it dragged on too long, like, I finished it in 14 hours, which isn't, it's not a very long, it's not very long, but I think this game should have been 10, 12 hours, because the back, I don't know, the last three or four missions there, like, it really just felt like a rehash, they were throwing all the bosses at you over again, like, you were fighting three of the same bosses that you already fought already, which was fine, they're all good bosses, but I was just like, oh, I was getting a little bit burnt out at that point, at this point, the difficulty was starting to get to me in the back uh, third of the game, like, oof, so the, kind of the boss gauntlet at the end was getting a getting a little, I was getting a little bit impatient with it, I was kind of like, ugh, and then, ugh, I'll talk about the final boss in a bit, I got a whole thing about the final boss, but before I, I get too negative, let's, I want to bring it back to some of the positive stuff, because there's, there's a ton of positive things about this game, some of the boss fights, dude, like, uh, some of them are just fantastic, I mean, there's this, there's this one thing, it's like this giant shark or whatever, oh my god, God, dude, the first time you fight that thing, it was incredible. You're in the water, and you're surfing on a fuck, like, the door that Jack dies in in Titanic or something. I don't know what you're surfing on, but you're surfing in the water, fighting this incredibly large, like, Megalodon shark thing. It, again, a spectacle to behold. Like, what a visual marvel. Looks so fucking cool. The fight was good. I liked the fight. The second time you have to fight it, with, like... That's the other part of it, like, fighting these bosses the second time, like, brings down how awesome the overall the boss was, because the second time I fought this thing, it was kind of a joke, right, they kind of, like, push it to the side, the first time, though, oh my god, like, wow, like, so, oh, so fucking cool, dude, and then, I think this is my favorite fight in the game, it was also, I think it was the hardest boss fight of the game, but the fight against Jean... Oh my god, so like I said, I talked about Jean, she's kind of your doppelganger, she's like the white version of Bayonetta, but she's like, she's very similar, she's got a bit of the, she's got a good personality to her as well, but you have to fight her, and oh man, she's one of these three phase, I think it's actually four phase fight, which is fine, I mean, I'm, I don't like long challenging boss fights that have a lot of phases and stuff but this one though it was extremely difficult uh the first two phases were fine you're just kind of your standard one-on-one -on -one fight but the thing that i enjoyed about this fight so much was that it was basically you're fighting yourself in a way because jean has a very similar moveset to you which i really enjoyed like she can lay in the big witch combos on you as well she has the guns she can dodge really fast just like you so i really enjoyed that mechanic of it she was a challenging fight she was fast it was a uh, it was an intense fight it was a really rewarding fight challenging to win but oh man the the third phase though 
with the missiles. Actually, just the whole missiles in general. The second phase, she starts, like, throwing missiles at you, and you have to dodge them while fighting her. It was, uh, it was a handful. That second phase, it was a handful in that of itself. But then the third phase, uh, you're fighting on the missiles, and... The camera here, it gets a little bit wild, but, like, again, it's so fucking badass. Like, you're fighting Jean on a missile, and it's like, oh, man, it was so fucking cool. And then the fourth the fourth phase is just ridiculous. Like, oh, my God, I had to... Oh, the fourth phase took me a while to get through, man. Like, there was, like, the, the part that ruined the, the this phase for me was the... They have these random mashing the button segments, and you would have to be on point, man. Like, if you... If you miss the button, you have to pay attention. Like, if it's, I think it's she's throwing a leg kick, you gotta press circle. And if it's the other way, it's triangle. And you gotta be on those button presses because if you aren't, she's gonna get you. And it's a nice little chunk of damage that it does. And the fucking worst one is like, it, it does like a double round of the button mashes, like triangle, triangle, and then it like keeps going. I could never beat her on it. I could never fucking beat her on that one. It was driving me freaking banana. I really hated that segment, but she had a really just wild amount of moves. You had to be on, man. Like it was, uh, she had a lot of moves going on. You had to be on your game against Sean, man. And thank God this fight had checkpoints. Like that's, that's the thing. Like, it's kind of silly that boss fights in this game sometimes were so long that they had to put checkpoints in it, but Jesus, I I was so grateful for the checkpoints. Like, I think it's when you get to the third phase, that's when the checkpoint kicks in, so you don't have to do the first and second phase over again, and oh, I was so like, oh, thank God, like, I just didn't want to have to do it the whole fight over and over again, so thankfully I had that, but when I got through her, all said and done, though I was getting very angry, well, not very angry, just frustrated, because she was kicking my ass, but once I got the mechanics down, got her, got her style down, because she was so aggressive, and just so varied in her moveset, that, oh man, it was a really good fight, I had a lot of fun with that fight, it was good, but then, the fucking final boss fight, dude, I, I don't know what to say about this thing, it, I mean, okay, well, let's get the good out of the way, it looks incredible, it is this fucking massive, god thing i don't know what the, like a deity it looks dope it's awesome it's massive but the fight the fight man oh the fight just uh you know uh be ready for uh just strap yourself in for when you uh, get to the final fight of bayonetta because it literally took me uh, 45 minutes it's a long fight i mean it's about a half hour long and that depends how many times you gotta refight the damn thing it's it's a hell of a boss fight, so it's um, it has its own checkpoints, thankfully, again, boss fight is so damn long, it has to have its own checkpoint system, but I didn't like the starting of it, it's this massive thing, it's like up in the air, and sadly the camera's a, li a little bit fucking shitty on this one as well, so um, sometimes your camera, like, you can't even see it for some parts of the fight, you're just kind of down in this big like orb and you're fighting in this orb and it's up there above you and when it attacks it'll like launch these it's massive fists down on at you and you got to dodge the fists but there's i don't know the first phase is kind of annoying you're in this like big like fire area and you have to go around dodging fireballs and big orbs and sadly the orbs come back here they flatten you in that hilarious way but it does it does not it does not fit for the final boss fight i'm like no stop it like the music is super intense and then you have these goofy whoop, 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 whoop things going on so 
that shit sucks. So you're, you got to go through and hit like four or five of its faces that are around this fire area. And then you got to do it again in the ice thing. So you do the exact same thing, fire and then ice. And then it gets to like kind of the more real parts of the fight, I guess. So you're back in the orb. And dude, this part... The third phase was so fucking annoying at first. Like, I didn't really... I had no idea what the hell is going on. So, all of a sudden now it starts shooting out these blue vortexes, which, honestly, I have to admit, pretty fucking cool. If the vortexes hit you, it turns you into Ceresa, the little child. So, you're fucking... You're this, like, two and a half foot tall child. Adorable. Running around in this massive orb out in the middle of the universe fighting this fucking... 200 foot tall god and it's just launching these massive fists onto this child and you're you're getting obliterated so it's turning you into a child you get hit you turn back to bayonetta or whatever but the worst thing about the third phase it puts down this vortex and it starts sucking you in if you go into the vortex boom instantly dead and you got to start over again thankfully thankfully the checkpoint starts you back here at the third phase but man i died like five to ten times i don't know i died a lot of times just dealing with this stupid vortex because i'm trying to put damage on this damn thing and that was the most annoying thing like you got this such a small window at least for me now i i admit i sucked at this game i died hundreds of times not hundreds but i died a lot i died a lot throughout this game and this boss fight was kicking my not kicking my ass but it was just taking me forever because I couldn't put down a lot of damage on it. The only time that I could figure out how to put some good damage on it is it would throw its fist down twice quickly. You got a, two quick dodges and then it'll do like a longer smash down fist. And if you dodge it at the right time, you'll get the slow down effect. And then you could put down a nice combo on it. But it's its health bar is infinity. It is so goddamn like it's the meme in Dark Souls when the health bar just keeps going and it goes off the television and just keeps going off into real life. Like now the boss it has um it has a health bar, but it's like layered, so it's like, oh, here's the this color health bar, then it goes into that color health bar. It literally has I think it's like five layers of health bar. I was like, you got come on and I just recently really not been into these kind of boss fights that just kind of keep dragging on and on and on so definitely had that problem going on so i'm chipping away at this fucking outrageous health bar desperately trying to get in these attacks it's launching this insta kill death vortex and the only way that i could get away from it is i would turn into a black panther which is awesome and i would just run and that's all i could do just you just had to stop everything and run the fuck away from it so i really hated the third phase of this fight did not enjoy that at all and then the final phase is just you getting up into its face and then destroying it and the climax is spectacular i mean every climax in life is spe spectacular right but the bayonetta climaxes Oh my god, man. They're they're so funny. They're so fucking just over the top. I love it. Like <laughs> I think almost everybody knows. Like even I was I mentioned it to uh, my friend at work and he's never played it, but he's heard of it and the first thing that came out of his mouth is your hair is your <laughs> your outfit is hair. It's like, yeah, it's like everybody knows that. But yeah, the climax in the final boss was really cool. The whole visual spectacle of the boss was out of control. It was it was amazing. But overall, the boss fight was not fun. It was it just straight up wasn't fun. I didn't enjoy the final boss at at all. Really, it just wasn't that good. Uh, Might have been the weakest boss fight in the game. One of them, anyway. I just didn't enjoy it visually, though. The spectacle of the boss fight 
one of the best by far. Like, oh my freaking god. And then you get a nice, uh, oh my god, dude. The, so the game ends. I'm not going to spoil anything that goes on. It's a cool little story. I like the story of the game. I'm interested to go on with the, 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 the next games. But it has a nice cool ending there where it kind of tricks you. A little bit of a sad moment. And then, uh, you know, everything everything's okay in the end. You get a nice, happy, awesome ending. And to top it off, you get this fucking awesome dance number and you get to go through and listen to the awesome song again and you're watching Bayonetta honestly like I didn't get choked up but you know these are the moments that like you feel really good I felt very very happy at the end of this game man the final dance number is so funny <laughs> it was so freaking good if you're not going to play this game then then go well you should I really honestly just play this game man it's it's short it's not that long it's pretty damn fucking worth it just for the visuals it's so funny and it's a damn fun game I must say it's a damn fun game final dance number made me so happy I I look forward to I gotta track down Bayonetta 2 which I mean it's not like hard to find I could just downloaded digitally but i would really really like to get my hands on a physical copy of this but it's uh, it's a little bit expensive you know it's a little expensive uh, i only paid 13 dollars for bayonetta on my playstation and yeah bayonetta 2 physical copy for a switch is like a hundred bones so yeah it's uh yeah not not so great but anyway uh, like i said the game took me about 14 hours to beat now, maybe knock off an hour or two for me just you know, walking around, getting drinks and stuff. So maybe about 12 hours. And like I said, I, I think the game overstayed its welcome just a little bit there. For me personally, I was like, I thought, I just felt like they kind of were fluffing it up a little bit. It was fine, but it was, it was just too much rehashing. I didn't want to fight the same bosses again. So it just felt like a gauntlet of a little bit too hard, trying to make it too hard at the end. And it was just kind of a little bit of a slog, but I felt it was good. Uh, solid 12 to 14 hour finishing time. And then you get the hard mode. So you, you could go through it on hard mode if you want to. You can go back and replay the chapters and you can get better grades. I don't, I don't understand the grading system that well. I know I was terrible at it. So at the end of the levels, it'll give you like an award. I got, except for I think two levels, I got a silver award, which is cool. I got a silver award. All the other levels, I got the stone award where the dude's like, ah, geez. So I guess that means I suck. So yeah, I sucked at this game, but I still had a blast with it. I think it's a really, really awesome game and a really fun over-the-top series to check out. I'm I'm in love, man. Like the character of Bayonetta, the music was oh my god, dude. I can't I can't decide what I liked more, like but Bayonetta or the music. It is such a toss-up. The music is so fucking good, but what is the music in this game without Bayonetta to go along with it? I mean the dance number at the end with the music, I mean, oh my god. So, I th I think that's all I really want to talk about with this game. I'm probably missing stuff. Oh, oh, there's one thing I didn't talk about. The fucking the stupid little minigame. The stupid minigame. The angel attack minigame. Oh my god, dude. So, after, at the end of every level, you get the, you get to play a little minigame. And it's just, it's straight up, it's so arcade. It's just a fucking screen and little angels come by. And the uh, little orbs with angel wings. And the whole objective is just to shoot them and you get points and you'll get more points for smaller harder targets they move around faster and slower and shit i was so god awful at this i was so awful at this and it, it was so it was so fun it was really fun but every time it came up i was like oh god how how bad am i gonna be at this so minimum score so 
uh, you'll get a score, and if you get enough points, you can buy a little uh, treat at the end. So you could buy a lollipop, buy something from the store if you get enough points. So 30 points gets you the lowest tier item, and dude, I I only cracked like over 30 points maybe five times. Like, oh my good, I was just, I panicked. I panicked every time I'd shoot stuff, I was so bad at it. Oh, man, it was bad. There was one time, though, I got 58 points, and that made me feel pretty good. But even that one, I panicked. Like, I was started out really hot, and then I just missed, like, my last three shots. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, especially by the end of the game, man, I really needed those items. Like, I wanted to get points so I can buy a lollipop. I needed lollipops by the end of the game, damn it. And uh, to get 50 points, it was tough. But I love that little, just that little... Little things of Bayonetta, you add in that fun little minigame at the end of each level, like, oh, goddammit, Bayonetta, so good, such a fun little goddamn game, so, let's, okay, I went through, I think I went through everything, talked about the fucking minigames, we climaxed over everything, I think, we talked about the hardness of the game, like I said, it is a hard game. Is it is it impossible? Absolutely not. I've played harder games. It's not like Elden Ring hard, but yeah, it's a challenging game. I died a whole bunch of times couple times I got a little bit close to rage quitting but I don't know man I like I said I wasn't very good at the game I'm not good at these games so if you're good at these games you probably already played it and all that stuff you're not good at these games I don't know maybe try a god of war or something to ease you into it I'm not sure I think you'll be fine you can also change the difficulty at any time I played it on normal difficulty because that's just I just want to play it on normal at any point you could turn it down to easy so you could do that. It's it's dandy, man. So let's just go through one more time. Let's go through some of the cons and the pros of the, of the overall game. Then we'll give it a score and we'll send you on your way packing. So, like I said, some of the things I didn't like about Bayonetta overall was the camera at times could be a little bit wonky. And I must admit, I, I am kind of grasping at straws here. But uh, the game did start to drag a little bit there at the end. Just the final couple hours there the boss fight especially was just way too fucking long man way too long don't like games that just like don't fluff up your game like give me just make everything nice and good and and satisfying boss fight way too long didn't enjoy the final boss fight and some and the rehashing of the bosses at the end was a little bit much but overall man that's about it that's the only i thought a lot of this game was really awesome. Like the, the incredible soundtrack. I think the soundtrack might be one of my favorites of all time. Like just the variety of it, and like it just really hits home for me. I especially loved the jazzy slow piano stuff. Like I loved. Sometimes I would just go to hell just so I could listen to the jazzy piano tune and hang out with the shopkeep guy because oh that music just fucking hits. Sometimes it's so relaxing, and some of the the boss music man it seriously might be some of the greatest i've ever heard like like the music from elden ring you got skyrim music like this shit is absolutely incredible like you name you pick the track it's going to be good it may not be for everybody that kind of i don't really know what to call it but again it's not something that i would have in my normal playlist but man did it ever fucking tie this game together like without this incredible soundtrack I don't think the game would be as... It's definitely fun. It definitely would be a good game. But man, the music takes it to a whole nother level. Can't fucking go over how good the soundtrack is. It's so freaking good. The characters are great. I really enjoyed the characters. Uh, The villain dude, though. I don't... I guess I didn't really talk much about him. He's kind of your... 
typical, I didn't, uh, he didn't really, you know, tickle my pickle all that much, he didn't really bring all the, he was evil, he was naughty, he was doing the classic, oh yes, I'm extraordinarily evil, that kind of guy, it was okay, it was fine, didn't really, didn't do that much for, for me, but Jean and Bayonetta, those two, fantastic, the little girl, Ceresa, or whatever, she was so cute, she was so adorable, and was, wasn't even that annoying, I was really worried that she was gonna annoy the shit out of me, but no, she was pretty good, I like the fact that Bayonetta puts her in her place right away, she's like, don't you fucking cry, and, and yeah, you be, you be tough, and I like that, so, yeah, the, the main villain boss guy, eh, whatever, I'll, I guess I could throw that into cons, but the gameplay was great, nice and smooth, fun gameplay, ran like silk, looked incredible, most of the boss fights were really enjoyable, I liked them, and I really enjoyed this game, I was pleasantly surprised, um, this game grabbed me fast, man, like, within an hour or so, just getting in touch with Bayonetta, the gameplay, I knew what I was getting into, I wasn't going to be blown away by the gameplay, it's just kind of your hack and slash, visually appealing, pretty fun, like, I, at times, honestly, I was kind of craving, and I was like, I kind of feel like kicking some ass right now, I want to go in and just fucking destroy some bitches, and this game allows you to feel pretty powerful at times, and the gameplay is very satisfying, and overall, man, I'm giving this game an 8.5 out of 10, I think it's a great game, I look forward to getting more into the series, gotta track down Bayonetta 2, I have Bayonetta 3, and I highly recommend you go check out this game, as long as it's in, in your uh, play style, you like these kind of games, even if it is a little bit out of your realm, maybe you don't like these kind of games, check out some gameplay, you gotta give Bayonetta a chance, you gotta give Bayonetta the character a chance, she will put her, she'll wrap that witchy hair around you, and she might not let go, because she is just so, she's so awesome, man, she's a really awesome character, the gameplay around it, visually appealing, the music, oh my god, great game, really good stuff, and thank you everybody so much for listening to yet another episode of the GX GamerCast. Let me know if you've played Bayonetta. Have you played all of the games? Let me know. Does the series continue to get better? Does it kind of go down? Does it stay consistent from what I can see from Metacritic? It reviews very well. All the games are reviewed very well. Like I think Bayonetta 1 is at like a 90, Bayonetta 2 maybe an 88, something like that, and then Bayonetta 3 I think is at an 86. So all the games have reviewed very well. I'm very, I'm happy that the games have continued. I was very worried, I, I think I've said this, I was worried for the franchise when it moved to uh, straight up the Nintendo Wii, because I think uh, a lot of us know the uh, the Nintendo, uh, sorry, the Wii U, not the Wii. <laughs> the Wii U was not a very popular, uh, successful system, so not a lot of people got to play Bayonetta 2. Thankfully, it got ported over to the Switch, but again, I don't know how many people have played it. I think she's in Smash Bros. now, which is awesome. I haven't played Smash Bros. Ultimate in a very long time, so maybe I should go over there and check out and see how awesome Bayonetta is, because oh, fuck yeah, like, playing through this game, she would have an amazing moveset to have in Smash Bros. That oh god, yeah, that would be, that's awesome, I really enjoy that, she's a great character, I love her so much, I'll say it over and over and over again, and hopefully I, I've uh, convinced y'all to check out Bayonetta again, if you're in the mood for something wild, over-the-top, crazy, fun, action-packed game, this one I highly recommend, man, this one, I'll have to check out Devil May Cry 5, I have that one downloaded, I want to 
Maybe we can do a versus of that, Bayonetta versus Devil May Cry, and see who is the most over-the-top, action-packed hack-and-slash game, because that, that might be a lot of fun. And I've had my eye on Devil May Cry 5 for quite some time, because I'll always remember playing the demo for Devil May Cry 4, and I really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it, just never bought that game. Just got into a whole bunch of other stuff, and then next thing you know, you know, 10 years passed, and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, that game came out a long time ago. Okay, well... Anyway, thank you everybody so much for listening to to me ramble on yet again about video games. If you have any cool recommendations for video games, I'm all ears. If you have any questions related to video games, you have a topic maybe you want me to talk about, let me know, man. I'm all ears. I'm always open for uh, conversation and topics. Uh, I have a list written down for uh, things that I want to do in the future. I'm thinking about... uh, PS3 versus Xbox 360 versus Nintendo Wii versus a skate retrospective maybe in the future could be a lot of fun. And yeah, man, I just got a lot. I don't know. I could talk about video games anytime, whenever, however, whatever. And uh, yeah, so you can check out my YouTube channel as well. Finishing up Detroit Become Human over there. It might be done by the time this podcast comes out. I might be. I might have moved on now to the new series. Planning on doing Resident Evil 8 Village. Really looking forward to play that game. Been holding off for quite some time because I've had a lot of Resident Evil games to kind of play through before I got to this one. And of course, the Resident Evil 4 remake is out there. And oh, I'm dying so bad to play it. I'm playing it. I want to play it so bad. If anyone out there is listening and has that game, let me know. Without spoiling anything, please just let me know if you have played the original Resident Evil 4 and you've played the remake. How are you enjoying it? Is it is it uh, good to the original? Has it added enough new stuff that it is satisfying for uh, for the new for for a new game? I've heard nothing but great things, so I'm looking forward to it. Maybe I could do a versus on Resident Evil 2 remake versus Resident Evil 4 remake because I adored Resident Evil 2 remake, phenomenal remake. And then Resident Evil 3 remake happened. Eh, we'll skip that one. Doesn't matter. It was good, but not like no nothing compared to Resident Evil 2 remake. And from what I hear, Resident Evil 4 remake. So. so Sorry. Okay, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Okay, thank you everybody so much for listening. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, probably on a Monday. Sorry it's Monday, but uh, hey, hopefully this podcast got you through your day. Hope you're having a good one. Get through that week, baby. You'll make it to the weekend. And there's always some nice GX podcasts to listen to. Stick around with the GX Plus cast. Where I'm always going to be here delivering that content for you. If you have any games that you'd like me to check out or maybe do an episode on, feel free. Hit me up on Twitter. Send an email. Hit me up on YouTube, whatever. Be free. Don't be shy. We'll be back again with more GX HockeyCast, WrestleCast, and, of course, your GX GamerCast. Have a great week, everybody. We'll be back again soon.